Attention, please. Places for top of show. Places for top of show. Hello, and welcome to Twins Talk Theater. We are Cindy and Stacy, and we're talking about theater, backstage life, and all the excitement that the audience doesn't get to see. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Twins Talk Theater. This week, we have Marina Dardini who is an Italian stage manager who I heard about from multiple resources when I started looking for Italian stage managers to see what the difference and similarities were with opera stage management in Italy versus the United States. So we got a hold of her and thankfully she is joining us. So welcome to this week's podcast. The first question is, what do you think the differences are? Like what, how is it to work in Italy on opera, which is where Italy or which is where opera started. I really appreciate your project to exchange uh, our experience uh, all over <laughs> the world because our job is so different. Yeah. It is, uh, yeah. yeah. And so I think uh, it's really a good things to exchange our experiences. <laughs> Wonderful, um, yeah, I agree. Especially in, in Italy. In Italy, because I think we have the tradition uh, that it's a big heavy on us. <laughs> yes, it <laughs> it's a nice things, but it's really something that uh, <laughs> blocks somehow. It's so. a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we have the heavy of tradition uh, in all the theater. <laughs> it's a cultural tradition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In. From one side, it's really nice. From the other, we got to know um, our approach to our job. It's really different uh, uh, because we don't have a school for the stage management in Italy. Years ago, Teatro La Scala got an academy, mm-hmm. but now the course for the stage manager it's, uh, doesn't exist in Italy. So uh, I'm uh, not so young anymore. So when I started, I could have the um, possibility to learn uh, just uh, only staying on stage uh, with Mm -hmm. the stage hands, uh, with the assistant, with the people older than me. But the problem now in Italy is that we are losing a lot of uh, jobs uh, of the theater. Because we don't have the possibility to learn it to the to the other to the young person. Really? Because we, yeah, we got a lot of difficulties uh, to have young people even for stage uh, for volunteers uh, because mm-hmm. they cannot stay they cannot stay on stage because of safety stuff. That would make sense. So, <laughs> so uh, it's a little bit uh, it's a pity. Mm-hmm. It's a pity. I think we, we really need a school and another different way to approach it, uh, our job here. Uh, like this. <laughs> are, there, are there other universities that teach stage management or it's not really a... No. University on the job. really good in theory. So we have a lot of uh, courses and degree about history of the theater, about history of melodrama, about history of music. Uh, but we 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 got not 
never the practical side of the mm -hmm. teaching, you know? So even for the singers, uh, the American singer got uh, usually in the, in the College of Music, they just know even the, the other professions. Uh, mm -hmm. And they res respect uh, more than the Italian singers, uh, <laughs> profession of stage manager or stage end of technical on stage, because they, they know it, they know it yeah. well. Uh, an Italian singer doesn't make this kind of experience. For example, he just studied music perfectly, very deeply, very deeply, but only that subject. Hmm. Yeah, so. <laughs> that is very different. No wonder my yeah. friends, when I was asking if uh, anybody knew any Italian stage managers, some of my friends were like, no, don't go over there. They don't, they're not nice over there. <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, there is a bit, but it, it, even this is tradition, you know, because we have the country of the divismo. So, so I, I don't say all the singers, but we got just some uh, behavior Mm -hmm. that it's a kind of behavior that we have uh, the owner of the tradition, the owner of the history of music, the owner of the opera. Yes. And so we are less open, less open and less um, even respectable respect to the other uh, to the other professional stage. Uh, there is a big um, hmm. we, we are really share the artistic uh, professions and the technical profession. And um, it's difficult to give the message to all over on stage that we are all a family and we are mm -hmm. working for one object that it's the production and that is the premiere, that is the show. So this is, I think, quite uh, the most uh, different uh, um, from from here. When, to... Yeah, from here. Usually, when I work there with the Americans. Uh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get to work with Americans a lot? Americans over there? Because you've not. Have you worked in the United States? Never. No. Uh, so the Americans uh, you've worked with have been. I, I work with Bob Wilson. It was really a deep experience with him. And um, I'm sorry for my English because I know it's not oh, no. so good. Uh, so <laughs> but, uh, with Bob Wilson, it was worse and worse because it's from Texas. So I really, <laughs> it was really hard to understand. <laughs> yes, it's hard for us to understand. Yeah, one week. Uh, <laughs> so I have uh, this uh, wonderful experience for the Orfeo by Monteverdi at La Scala. Mm -hmm. Directing by Bob Wilson, and so I um, I get in touch with another method, and so I, I understood uh, the Bob Wilson schools. Uh, and uh, another difference, it's also uh, I don't know Bob Wilson, but usually I think even the um, foreign theater give uh, in the USA or even in London in England. Uh, at the end of the day, always the priorities for the next day. Mm -hmm. In Italy, it's not really like this. We don't have uh, any kind of software in which we make a report uh, every day oh. of the real star or of, of the show. So it's just uh, 
we are uh, one man in charge. There is the stage manager. Mm-hmm. And we have also the responsibility to put all the people in connection. Mm-hmm. But, but by person, we don't have the, um, the structure for it, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and even the method. So, so how do you it, communicate? It, you it just really depends. It really depends from the person. Oh, oh mm. that sounds really complicated. It's not, you know, it's not a kind of system. It's not a kind of system. So if you are lucky, <laughs> you have a really good crew or you try to do your best and to get out uh, in the best way. But it's not, uh, it's not a system. It's a, for example, only in the latest years for the auditions for stage manager, when you make an audition for a theater to get a job as a stage manager, Mm-hmm. Only in the latest year, uh, Italian country as a country uh, ask you for a degree in music. Oh, yes, for example, to read music, but yeah, <laughs> and uh, and this is uh, okay. I know for sure the other country for sure uh, testing you on uh, on your cue on your ability to read the score, and this is. Something that it's only now exists in Italy. Only well, we, we, we have to read a score, but we don't have to have a degree in music. So okay. like I have a degree specifically in stage management and I just know how to read music and I've been practicing a lot, but I don't uh-huh. have like a music degree. You, okay. you don't even take classes in college for music usually. Yeah. You got the classes in college or not? Uh, not for music, no. Uh, not for music, okay. But at least you have to show that you are able to read. Yes. Score somehow, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> even here, we don't have to have a degree. I got it, but it's uh, it's not a request. Mm-hmm. It's just... Huh. Yeah. It's just a possibility, and it's just something that makes it simpler for me, or... right right that's kind of what I did I learned how to read music because I (laughs) wanted to read music and I didn't have to so you have a degree in flute playing as well right yeah I got a degree in flute yeah but then I I never play in the orchestra it was never my wish Mm, Mm. my desire I, but I, I take a degree and then I, for some years I play with a friend of mine that mm-hmm. actually is living in Houston. <laughs> She's Japanese <laughs> and I can play guitar. So we make a duo flute and guitar. So <laughs> and one day I will come to visit her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And see Houston. But I know there is a big opera house in Houston. Really nice. Yes. Uh, yes. Very technical. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> Texas itself has, like, Dallas has a really nice the uh, opera scene. And Houston is really nice opera in Fort Worth. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Texas would be. As long as you wait, because all the, the corona people are there right now. So you just <laughs> have to wait for the virus to, to get better. I would so, like to say that uh, even in the um, in the theater buildings, of course, there is a big difference between Italy and the USA, because yeah, I was talking uh, about the oldest one, so we got a manual system on stage. Oh, 
got it. So we are not used to the technical system, to the electronic <laughs> system. Yeah, so uh, in the latest years, I work at Maggio Musicale Fiorentino, that is the, one of the modernst theater now, because it was built uh, five years ago. Oh, and good. there on stage, we got the console, even for the stage hands, and we, they, we have this uh, Wagner system for the console. But this is quite uh, particular, uh, something special for Italy. Because usually in Italy we got uh, the roof uh, and all the manual uh, equipment. So uh, I can say that stagehands in Italy are really, really good. <laughs> the crew. No, because they, they are used uh, to make the, uh, the job like the old style, like the tradition. So that it requires a lot of um, knowledge. <laughs> Yeah. An experience. Yeah. Yeah. Are they at they're so they're trained at like one theater and usually just stay there, right? And just like yeah. work at a specific theater? Uh we got specific theater which um mm, fix uh workers mm -hmm. and then we we are a lot of uh, freelance people as stage manager, as stage hands, as uh, prop uh oh. Etc. In Italy, mm -hmm. yeah, the theater in Italy are fourteen in all Italy, from the north to the south. Fourteen fondazioni lyriche sinfoniche. I'm talking about opera theater. Wow, I thought there would be more. Yeah. No, no, we got fourteen are fondazioni lyriche sinfoniche. So fourteen are the theater that take uh, money for the government. Then okay. we got a lot of other theaters, little, not so big, mm -hmm. with less workers, with less fixed workers. There are called the teatri di tradizione, so traditional theater. Huh. And they have some quite different rules, less unions, so, uh, quite a familiar atmosphere, more familiar. Of course, the shows are uh, biggest in the Fondazioni Lyriche Sinfoniche because they mm -hmm. have much money for it. Mm -hmm. And it's a bit different in the Teatro Tradizione, but quite um, interesting. Do they do more newer works? At yeah, those it theaters? depends on the intendant or uh, from the artistic direction. Mm -hmm. But uh, they do more, or sometimes they have really interesting projects. So. Mm -hmm. so, but we have we got this big uh, difference. Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah. So, do you find it easy or hard to get a job with with just like? Do you mostly work in the the larger theaters, or do you do both? I did both. I did always both. Uh, it depends. There is a good sides and bad sides in uh, both of them. Uh, I can tell, of course, uh, working La Scala is something that um, make you as a stage manager. It's a really big experience because you have the uh, the bridge. It's a really technical um, development of the stage. So. Mm -hmm. I do my biggest show in La Scala, of course. 
Of with course. What show did you famous do? director and really famous uh, maestro and conductor. So, so that's make you groove um, as a as a profession as a professionist. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> is that the top? So that is the top theater at Lisca or opera house at La Scala. Yeah, it's it's it like is considered the here. top. Uh, even the most famous in the world and the biggest yes, uh, for numbers and for numbers of uh, performances. Uh, so, and the most international in Italy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's so cool. What yeah. shows have you done there? Uh, Orfeo by Bob Wilson. I make the um, Così Fan Tutte with the direction mm -hmm. of Michael Hampe. Really wonderful costumes. <laughs> uh, historical costumes, yeah. With big three cast uh, changing uh, during the performances, really. Wow. And uh, Die Soldaten, a really difficult production. Uh, it comes from Salzburg Festival uh, by Alvis Hermanis. Uh, I don't think there I know that one. Of, There was a lot of uh, soloists, uh, 21 soloists, uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's, a, that's <laughs> and there there was way too many soloists. One in a room, so. Uh, yeah, re really difficult to coordinate all. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, 21. Dang. Yeah, 21 soloists. Wow. And they were all uh, foreigners because the opera was in German, so. <laughs> <laughs> was really hard for the propter. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> More than for yes. me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have always the propter in the USA theater or we, not? No. Uh, um, I think Chicago does sometimes. San Francisco does. And uh, the Met does. There might be one or two others, but it's really not uh, used here very often. When I did a show, I guess last year as well, we did have a prompter because it was a, a lesser known piece and the soprano was was nervous. And so we had a prompter, mm -hmm. but that was the first time that I'd ever actually used one uh, okay. in my career. So ah. <laughs> a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of houses just don't do it. And I'm not sure why. I don't know. I don't know why we don't. Mm. I should actually find that out because maybe because you think that the singers have to know the part. And yes, sound exactly. more. <laughs> Typically, yeah. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I think it's really useful. I think it's really useful always. Always. I, and... I guess for us, sometimes I guess the um, conductor sometimes prompts mm -hmm. will we'll say the words as he's conducting if he knows the the singer needs it um so i guess that will happen sometimes but okay is the decision of the conductor yeah or a request of a singer okay yes yes uh, usually at the italy, request of the singer uh in italy we got always in the theater we got always the pit but because of money, <laughs> because of price, in the latest year, sometimes we got not a propter. 
Mm-hmm. And so it was one uh, of the first uh, job uh, that uh, they cut because mm-hmm. of money. But it's a real pity. It's a real pity. And then, yes, if we got a good conductor, a famous conductor, we request it, uh, of course, we give it to him. But it's, That's probably it's not- why we don't have mm-hmm. it here because they keep cutting everything. Ah, so How? even you there. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. So that's the the big difference is you guys have state like state sponsorship, right? You have government support for your shows. Yeah. Um I hope to explain it uh, in a clear way because it's very <laughs> complicated. Yeah. Uh, the, the Italian theater, the Italian opera house, take money from the government in a percentual that it's always more uh, biggest than the private uh, money. So, for example, it's seventy uh, percent from government and thirty percent for private. Wow! Like this, it's that always like so this. nice. <laughs> the, yeah. But um, we got this called the FUS, that is the the money for the culture. Mm-hmm. And this money for the culture every year are less and less and less and less mm. and less. And of course, with the problem with COVID, problem with uh, the sanity of the schools, etc. But we, we consider the culture something that people needs so we got money from the government for this reason but we got a lot of problem in the last year with the audience so the biggest problem for the manager of the theater it's actually the audience for the opera theater because we never never sell all the tickets Mm-hmm. It's really difficult to have a sold out, and we have to get sold out always uh, to take money. Mm-hmm. And so they are uh, thinking uh, because our audience in Italy, unfortunately, usually they were really old people. Mm-hmm. Same in America, yeah. And so we start. We in Italy we have started to make some uh, educational program. For uh, children's, uh, even not for children's, uh, the um, the target uh, that uh, we should uh, take to the theater it's uh, the target of people who are uh, 14, uh, 15 years old, because mm-hmm. usually they are single with money, professionalist, and uh, like this. So, but it's really difficult. It's really difficult because we don't have an educational school. Mm, that uh, speak you about music uh, since you are at school, you know? It's not like German. It's not mm-hmm. like German. So, and it's really difficult that a young person come to an opera and not go to a rock concert. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, or a movie theater or something like that. A movie theater or cinema. And then we got now also this... Uh, Program uh, from the Mets, I think, you know, you know, the opera, the, the HD. The mm-hmm. uh, I watched mm-hmm. a couple, yeah. Uh, I never been, uh, I never been, uh, I still never been. 
to see I something from the Royal Opera House uh, at the cinema in Italy. But uh, it's like this, so a lot of competition. <laughs> in, in the United States, we don't get any government support, so we have to get all no. of our money from, from donors. From private. Yeah. So that's, mm. it's difficult. And there are government grants that you can get, but you have to like apply and fill out all this paperwork and show examples of your work and, and very few people actually get it. So it's very difficult for us to keep surviving. Even. Keep surviving. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Because like you, we have, you know, most of our donors and audience are much older people, you know, and so trying to get 20, 30 year olds who, who have money or are single who can come see opera is, <laughs> is uh, something that we're all working towards. And yeah, especially right now, it, it's difficult. It would be nice to make a discussion with the other stage manager all over the world and to speak about where the opera goes for mm, yeah. <laughs> where would be our direction mm. or where maybe do you think it's some. Some ideas uh, could be useful for the manager to have some confrontation <laughs> about this. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Where yeah. do you think it's going? Mm. Or where would you like it to go? Uh, personally, I would like, uh, I think the theater, it should be, it must be for all, mm -hmm. not for an elite. But this is my personal point of view, of course. <laughs> and uh, or maybe in a marketing view, somebody could even choice to make something for a really elite and luxury audience. And maybe this could be useful, like an event uh, with a dress code, with a ticket really yeah. expensive. Yeah. Or uh, like this, because, uh, for example, uh, since uh, some years ago at La Scala, the audience got a really strictly dress code, the audience. Mm. Uh, actually, it's totally different. In La Scala, you can enter even with a Bermuda and <laughs> with a T-shirt. And this is something that, uh, I don't know, it's not so nice to see because um, it's like you don't have respect for the theater. I started to work in a theater and uh, the, the oldest agents teach me that the theater is like a church and so it's something spiritual. And so it's a ritual and you have to get respect of it. And so mm -hmm. to even have some rules of behavior, I think it's, it's something that it's concerning this idea that I like it uh, as, a, mm -hmm. as an idea. On the other side, I think everybody should have the opportunity to see an opera in his life. Everybody. And if right. the people doesn't come to the theater, maybe the theater should go to the people somehow. I don't, yes. I don't know, in the school, in the street, uh, in, in the open air theater. COVID could be even a great uh, challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, that's kind of what people have started to do here. I know um, uh, 
Memphis is the one that's coming to mind right now and, and Portland. And there's a couple that are doing concerts just in the parks or on the streets or uh, in a truck and they're just driving by, you know, with like maybe a piano and some yeah. singers, you know, just so that people still have music and can still listen. And, you know, you don't get the full production, but you can still hear some of the some of the songs, some of the, the arias, yeah. you know. Yes, yeah, yeah. so it is a Santa Barbara just announced they're doing a, I don't know why I'm so much quieter than you guys, uh, doing a patio one or a balcony. So they're standing on the balcony of their office building, which is on one of the main streets, and they're performing up there so that everyone could stand down below and listen to it. Nice. That is pretty cool. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, yeah, it's, I think you're right. COVID is a good time to kind of think differently than how we've been thinking uh and especially in Italy because like you said you you guys have the tradition and you have all the yeah. culture of how it works that at least us in the United States don't have as much of because we're you know we don't have that history yeah yeah <laughs> so we think about it differently when you my oh I, the question is when you guys do shows when you when you did the cozy when you do Aida are they yeah. often newer productions or are you doing shows that have been around for a long time we or both, both we both usually they offer to the audience it's always new production or revivals and it's uh, half and half for just uh, yeah half and half now mm. mm. half and half because of course revival cost less and then the new production mm. right right so we've got different kind of problems of course uh, if it's a new production or a revival yeah mm. when you have a new production do you have a longer time to in the theater to work on it so no, la scala same. la scala uh deserve and uh, <laughs> got the possibility to get uh, two months of rehearsal but the other theater, uh, it's a medium of one month, uh, and we are have the premiere. One month of rehearsal, a schedule of one month of uh, rehearsal. Wow. Not longer, not longer. Mm. That's fast, and yeah. And it, it, it depends, this is a medium. It depends from the title. It depends if a new product, if a new music, maybe contemporary music or something more difficult. Mm-hmm. But usually the medium is one half of rehearsal. If it's a revival, unfortunately, we got to do it really quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I try even one week. Traviata, oh. one week. Because we already did it, we did it, we did it, we did it. And the big problem and that it's it's a revival. They show it's a revival, but the soloist often uh, change. Yeah. So it's not really a revival, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe the conductor is changing. So. so they still need time to practice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's scary. I yeah. don't know if I could do that. Yeah. You said mm-hmm. your theaters are obviously much older. If you Do you ever work with sets that are from Germany or from the United States that don't work in your theaters or is that uh so i mm, 
I was stage manager at Teatro Massimo di Palermo for three years. Mm-hmm. And I did the uh, Fanciulla del West that was coming from uh, Spo Opera mm-hmm. uh, for San Francisco. And I was astonished by the um, documents of the show because yes. they <laughs> everything. Yes, we do. <laughs> So I, w- I was really the happy stage manager in the world. Everything, everything before to start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is because your method for the librarian, for the for the, for the archive. Um, I don't know what to do this in English. For the storyboard, uh-huh. it's really mm-hmm. much better than our. I can tell you. Because our it's personal, you know, and uh, we don't still have the um, idea to make uh, the storyboard and to make the score uh, in a way that everybody can use it. In a way that if tomorrow I get sick, somebody has to take the show on his hand, you know? So this is something that I really, uh, for me, it's really nice in America for this reason. (laughs) (laughs) I got everything and I was really I I read down really in the other in the breakdown I read here the singer go out and go to the toilet and take a glass of water (laughs) 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 so it was really nice Uh, and uh, I was in contact in that production with the um, with the um, man of the safety because we got a fight on stage. Mm, yes, a fight director. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it it was uh, even really um, really hard in the rules. Uh, really, really hard. We are more. Uh, <laughs> We have to check the safety stuff, of course, but it's not so strictly, you know, not photos where we got other departments. So as a stage manager, I have to take care or uh, I think of um, the way to have the space uh, for the people, to have the lights for the safety. But we have other departments for safety stuff uh, that are take care of it. So that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. I did do a show last year. I didn't realize that other countries don't write everything down like we do all of our documentation. Mm-hmm. So last year I did a um, elixir of love that came from Italy, and we asked for the paperwork, and they just gave us a one-page list of the props. Yeah. And I was like, well, where's the rest? And they were like, that's it. <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> so they yeah. sent us a, a video of the production, you know. So we all sat yeah. with the video and we were writing all of our own our own documents for it because you study it by the video. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it was kind of what you said, it was considered a remount because the show had been done before, but all the singers were different, you know. And for us, the first day of rehearsal stage management's already supposed to know, you know, uh, Belcore enters stage right or, you know, um, Fernando um, enters upstage. And so we had to watch the video to figure it out before 
um, okay. before rehearsals actually started. So it was... No, the system has, the schools are really different. So we don't have the, um, we don't have the assistant stage manager uh, taking care of the props. So we got to have the man who be in charge for the props. And it's his responsibility, not mine, if okay. something doesn't yeah. happen. But I have to check everything. Uh, I, I am too high more. But it's not my mm -hmm. responsibility if something doesn't enter as an object, you know? Hmm. I have mm -hmm. coordinated to supervisor everything, but uh, we um, it's really more share the um, the responsibility share the res of more sharing, yeah. 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 And we don't have the lights, we don't call the lights cue because we think so that it's better to have a frontal view of the production. For calling the lights. Mm -hmm. and so are you backstage? And and uh, in the desk of in the stage manager desk, we just have two monitors, one of on the conductor and one of the set. Mm -hmm. But the light uh, person who called the queue, it's uh, in front, and it's better. It's better then. If something happened, like uh, we got to close the curtain, eh? Mm -hmm. So this is my responsibility to choose what to do in a dangerous situation. Mm -hmm. It's it's on my shoulder. And in that case, I have to give information to the lights or I, I am in connection with the lights, of, of course, and tell them, okay, we got a problem, the technical movement it doesn't work. So if you can, you change the effects or... Uh, don't put the spot there like this. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is Usually, when we are lucky, we have an assistant to the other side of the stage. When we are lucky. So, do the <laughs> singers in in the United States? We have to tell the singers when to enter. Mm -hmm. Do you do that, or do they do that themselves? No, the stage manager call the singers. Yeah. Call the chorus and call the extras. Mm -hmm. But then we have other person, but they are not in the crew of the stage manager. Yes. Oh. They are our colleagues, but they are not in my office. They are called maestro collaboratore. Ah. Yeah. And they, they are the one who, take, uh, who are responsible for music because this is a music cue. Uh-huh. Yeah. So for the, for the music cue, only the person who got a degree in music can give the music cue. Oh, okay. Because music in Italy is the most important thing. Yes. <laughs> more than acting, more than yep. the director. Yep. <laughs> the conductor <laughs> is the big boss. <laughs> Always. <laughs> no. That's really cool. Yeah, for, yeah. for us, stage managers do it ourselves, but if there's off stage singing, then the, the assistant conductor will do it. But that's it. Yeah, stage managers are expected to do it here. So oh. I, I would love to give it to the yeah maestro, <laughs> the, the collaborator maestro to to do it. Maestro collaborator, yes. Maestro of course, I will be able to do it, and you are able to do it, and the stage manager are able to do it. Even because if one of the maestro collaborator is uh, not available. You have to substitute during the performance. Mm -hmm. So you have always to be ready. And mm -hmm. you have 
you should have the score with everything happen on stage. So I have the storyboard. Yeah, the breakdown mm -hmm. of the show. Mm -mm. That's that's so cool. I wish and I could go over there and just watch. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, want to watch but, it backstage. When you will come you... in Italy, of course, when you will come in Italy, we oh, will make you know. nice a nice <laughs> visit uh, on a on an Italian stage. That would yes. be real nice. It would be a big mess for you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Many voices, too many heads. <laughs> that's that's very possible. Yeah. Who, you, so you have a headset to the light board, right? So you can talk with them usually, or do you guys have headsets? Like, yeah, like what I'm. Yeah. Inter intercom. Yeah. And how many people are on intercom usually? Uh, lights. Mm -hmm. We got the possibility to change the channel, and so we we got lights, we got uh, audio, mm -hmm. and we got stage hands, and we got props. The technician of the stage. That's roughly mm -hmm. what we and have too. Sometimes the stage door. Sometimes oh. the stage door. Yeah. Like cool. you don't see a singer. It's not here. Why it's not here? Is it enter? Like ah, this. Ah, okay. In the theater. <laughs> <laughs> or just uh, maybe we need an ambulance or something. So oh, we got yeah. even the connection with the stage door for this. Yeah. For us, mm. that's also stage management. We have to make sure everyone's there early. The, mm -hmm. the rule is 30 minutes before the top of show. Yeah. Uh, and if they're not there, then we have to call them and figure out where they are. Do you guys have a like a set time that everybody has to show up? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got, okay, we got, uh, um, we give the calls to the uh, to the singers for the performance about even uh, makeup and wings. Mm -hmm. We are the one who decide uh, okay. together, together with the boss of the department, of course. Mm -hmm. So I speak with the boss of the department and we make an according. Uh, uh, taking in consideration even maybe that one singer needs more uh, time to yeah. warm up or uh, like this. It's uh, really famous. So she prefer less uh, before and after. Like yes. This. <laughs> uh, and then we make a schedule. And then, yes, if we don't see the, the singers, we have to, to call them. And yes, even in Italy, we have the half an hour before everybody for sure. That to be there. Mm. Yeah. It's scary mm -hmm. when they're not there. And it often happens because of the traffic. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. it, it, <laughs> no. I was going to say, in New York City, it often happens because of the subway. Um, ah, okay. Because people never plan for the subway to just stop or, you know, get uh, stuck yeah. somewhere. And, and so people, <laughs> people are always late for that. But that's, yeah, I don't notice it too many other places, but I do there. When you get jobs in, because you work all over Italy or do you? Yeah. 
I was in La Scala, a... I was Palermo in Sicily, in the north, in the south, in the center. So. <laughs> All over the place. <laughs> All over, when, yeah. When you get jobs in different locations, do you have to travel there yourself and like find your own yeah. housing? Yeah. It's on a, by my own train. Mm -hmm. Even the money for accommodation mm -hmm. and travel are in, in the cachet. Wow. So we are freelance and so we got our uh, um we got friends and uh, <laughs> we share the houses uh, yeah. etc etc like this. Yeah. <laughs> no, unfortunately we don't That's have this we don't have this kind of accommodation for technicians. Uh, if we go in Trune, yes, of course, the theater take care of it. Mm -hmm. For us, most of the time, mm. at least, yeah, most of the time for us, they do provide housing at least um, and travel. It depends on, you know, smaller companies won't, but bigger companies will give us uh -huh. the travel and the housing and take care of it ourselves or give us money to find our own housing if we need okay. to. Okay. Okay. But so a lot we of need times that's smaller, they give us money, but they don't find out. It's. Mm. Some, some sometimes happen, but it's not really usual. Mm. <laughs> do they pay for singers to travel, or do the singers have to do it themselves? The singer have to do it themselves, always. Oh. Yeah. Uh, just the production office sometimes give a list of uh, some hotel or some houses. Just give a list, give uh, some information if they want to call. But uh, the um, the singers uh, got always an agency. The agency mm -hmm. of the singers take care about it. That makes sense. Not mm -hmm. the theater. Not the theater. Somebody from the agency. And do stage because managers have agencies? Ten percent of the cachet of the singers in Italy. So right. they they take care of it. The flights, the house, the hotel, and like this. The contact. Do you wish that stage managers had that as well? Sorry? Uh, Do you wish, wish that stage... Yeah. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I, I think it's not this the biggest problem, you know, of the contract. Uh, yeah. There are some rights more uh, important uh, to achieve. Uh, like, uh, I don't know, uh, <laughs> maybe to have a kind of um, salary when we are not um, joining any theater, like in France, like the uh, system of the intermittence, uh, you oh. know? No, I didn't know they um, did that. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, because in Italy, we, we don't have any kind of uh, cover. When we don't work, we don't get salary. You yeah, know? that's how it is here. That's, that's how America ah, is. Okay. In France, uh, all the artists or the technicians, when they no, are not working, they automatically get money from the government. Dang. Wow. Yeah. Nice. And it's called intermittence. Uh, intermittence. Huh. That is the intermission that's between a work and another. Ah, the okay. intermission between a work and another, the government help you. 
in Italy, we got a kind of, but uh, it's not so. It's not so sure. You can ask for it just once uh, in a life. You know, it's not a system. So, and the government give you money if you have already worked for four years uh, and you got uh, a lot of days of working uh, and it's, uh, it's counting uh, a system like this. But it's horrible because the system of the theater is not sure. So uh, only few people got a fixed work here with theater, but the freelance are useful. Mostly are more useful the, the fixed person because yes. to make a production. <laughs> right, you need we need you them. need the crew. You need the crew. So <laughs> so it could be nice that uh, somebody thinks to the culture and to the person who work in the culture in this way. Mm. Then we, we can even find out the house or the hotel or the accommodation. This is. Right. It's not the biggest problem right. for me, you know. <laughs> we were talking about that here in the United States is that ev everybody else, the singers, the designers, the director, they all have agents, but stage managers don't. So we've um, been, a couple of us have been talking like if it would be important for us to have it because then the agent can help get jobs for us or negotiate contracts and try to get, you know, better pay or better housing. Because um, we're the only ones that don't have that, so we're trying to figure out if it would be good or not to have. Ah, the agents. I don't know. Uh, in Italy, the other problems for the stage manager are that we even got not the union, and you get it for the stage manager. I mean, we do yeah. have it. Yeah. In Italy, it's worse because we don't have the union because our profession is we are alone. You know, in a theater, we are one. Not so many. Mm -hmm. So the stage hands uh, get the union. This uh, the stage manager no, usually not. So we are really by ourselves alone. <laughs> huh. Well, our so stage managers here are part of the union with the singers. Ah, so we're together. In Italy, in Italy, absolutely not, because the singer got not the union. The yeah, they put us together. Just... Free, free workers, free workers. Oh, right. so they don't have union either. So they don't have unions, no. But stagehands do. They got agents. Stagehands yeah. are fixed in the theater, so usually there are a, a group of person, so mm -hmm. they have more representative. Mm -hmm. And our problems as stage manager, uh, it's always. Our problem, you know, <laughs> because yeah. we are really alone. So nobody defends um, or take our voice on it because we are only one or maybe two. It's, right. Yeah. It's much harder. It's much harder. Yeah. Much, much, much harder. Even we the, make the even wrong choice. We make the wrong choice. <laughs> <laughs> we could change, maybe. <laughs> We say that here too, even though we are part of the union with the singers, you know, you have 60, 70 singers and then you have two stage managers, you know, so you, it's still hard yeah. to get a voice because there's so many singers on stage. Yeah. So it, it's, 
difficult. You know, they they usually get better. Especially, I better think we got a different request by the singers. So. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Really sometimes fighting, not fighting, but sometimes opposite. Or yeah. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Do you guys have a set number of rule? Uh, not rules. Hours you're allowed to work, or is that? Uh, usually in Italy, it's uh, eight hours a day mm -hmm. in the Fondazione, in the biggest one, eight hours a day. Uh, but uh, often when you are a freelance, uh, you even got even days of 14 hours of work uh, or 10 hours of work, nonstop. And then the stage manager, as you know, you have to be there before, you have to stay after, you have to work at home, you always yeah, are available yeah. on the phone, so it's always uh, all day long, uh, all night long, all day long. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, in our union contracts mostly, it says singers are allowed to work six hours a day and stage six managers hours. 10 hours. Ah, okay. <laughs> But still, it's it, that's a big difference between you know singers and and stage, stage managers. managers. And mm -hmm. singers are thirty six hours a week, thirty six, mm -hmm. thirty uh, or thirty between thirty and thirty six hours a week, and stage management sixty hours a week. Yeah, uh, sixty hours a week is more or less this the hours I got in Maggio Musicale. More or less, yeah, 60 hours a week. So it depends from the period of the years. It depends from the production, but usually it's like this, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and being available mm -hmm. all day and all night. Yeah. Talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I had one. Did I have one other question? I don't think so. This is such a fun it's amazing how different it is between yeah. Italy and here. Yeah. If, when will we be back to work? We can make some video. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> and send it to you. <laughs> that would be excellent to see. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. But I think hopefully. we have to wait for December, January for the... For the acting, I think, uh, because now it's right. only concert, but I don't yeah. think we will be acting. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. that'll probably be the last one to come. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so hard. Do you have to be on stage even for the concert, right? In the USA. Yeah. But um, you make it on the concert, the stage manager of the concert or not? I think we have a stage Usually. manager for everything. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. mm. there's still somebody checking in the actors and writing reports and solving the problems when they come up and calling yeah. breaks. Yeah. Okay. Even here. <laughs> that makes sense. Yep. There. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it because I love to listen. Mm -hmm. And classical music, yeah, it's more simpler, more. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes not, but it's okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> less cues, less people. Well, less actors. Yeah. 
<laughs> I do say often that I, I get paid to listen to music, you know, that's, yeah. that's what I do. Yeah, I say this too, but I <laughs> don't tell it too often because <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it, could be, <laughs> it could be dangerous to say that. So yeah, uh, be you're dangerous. right. But. Yeah. <laughs> but it is a good career to have. It, it's if I had to choose it again, I would definitely do it again. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Good. I love my work. Uh, um, love my job. Yeah, I miss it also a lot. <laughs> I think that's the hard part is we all love it so much that it's hard. Whereas, you know, people who don't love their job are okay not, not working right now. And we all want yeah. to work because we love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> and miss the people. Well, we're, we're close to an hour, so we don't want to do too much longer. Thank you so much for talking to us. This was Thank you. It was amazing. a pleasure. And I'm yeah. really happy to... To meet you, so yes. to meet you in person, in we my country or in the USA, okay? <laughs> in some country. <laughs> so stay in contact. We will stay in contact, and I will check your uh, podcast always. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Thank you. Yes, we will stay really in contact. Really nice, nice idea. Really a nice uh, website. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank so, you. We'll talk to you hopefully soon, or I'll send you an email. We'll stay in touch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kisses. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Even with the COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. For more, visit our website at twinstocktheater.podbean.com and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play Music. You can also interact with us on Facebook or Instagram at Twinstock Theater. Title music, Dance Macabre, is provided by Kevin McLeod of IncomTech.com under Creative Commons License 3.0.